morning. This is Gaming Perspectives with Saul and Jolene. And today we're talking about AI for artwork for RPGs. Was that a, too long of a title and didn't make any sense? Yeah, I'm it's not did. sure. Yeah, AI art and RPGs. How's that? A little shortened. AI art is kind of like all the rage. Everybody's trying it. Everybody's looking at it, making it, sort of. I don't know what you call it, making it. Help the AI make it? I have no idea how would you call it. But you are instrumental in helping the AI make art by giving it stuff to make. <laughs> Basically, you're asking it to draw you a picture. Right. Yeah, exactly. Since it's artificial intelligence drawing you the picture, you got to teach it what to do. Right. Well, you don't actually teach it how to draw art and all that other stuff, but by, by giving it words, it learns, and so it's able to draw better as it goes along, as it learns. So, Jolene's a little... Well, okay. Full disclosure. AI scares the... <laughs> Bejeejees out of me. I was about to say that. So, in Jolene, any form, not a, she's not a neutral observer about AI in any form. I, when we decided to do this uh, episode, I wrote a list. I got one pro and a whole bunch of cons. But then, about I, AI art or about AIs in general? AI art work. Okay. Okay. For RPGs. Right. Um, but then I had a conversation with Ian and mm. discovered that people use it for all kinds of stuff. Having it, to do with, with uh, any kind of gaming and like computer gaming and stuff. Like no his idea. group that he is in charge of, I don't know what they do. They play, I forget what game, but it was, it's a massively online, it's kind of like World of Warcraft, but not World of Warcraft. And they're in, he's in some kind of something. Anyway. I think it's like tribes too, but that's not it. That's not it. Okay, that's why I said I don't know, because you're but just going like to name things randomly. I know, I know, but it's like Tribes 2, which is like this futuristic, you have jetpacks, you have armor, and you shoot pistols in different types they're of They're in a, I would call it a clan. We would call it a clan. But I don't know what they call it. But um, anyway, his group, a whole bunch of them, used AI artwork to, they're working on making their own, what do you call it? logo for their for their group oh, right yeah yeah and i was thinking their that, own avatar and he said that him and the people that were deciding on which one to use they went through like 800 pictures to to <laughs> and they came they to to narrow it down and he showed me some of the pictures and they're pretty good and I, I thought that was very interesting and he also said that he spent 20 hours creating his picture for our shadow run game Oh, I haven't seen it. Has it showed it to me? It's very cool. I really like it. For his it. character. Yeah, his, for his of character. Of course. And so it kind of changed my idea just a little Your bit. Your view yes. on that matter. Yes, because he was very enthusiastic about it. But yeah. he also did. He also said that the copyright is an is a interesting thing, and if you were going to sell it, then maybe you it would be a gray area. Well, who would own the copyright? The AI? <laughs> that's, what, that's what I say if the AI creates it. The AI has the copyright. Okay? That's just me. Yeah. I think we're that would be a really great area because... Because then the AI would be considered an entity. No, no. I mean, I, I don't think the AI has any copyright 
legal status, right? But I think because it wouldn't make the art if, unless you decided to. What is it? Okay, well, how does it work, right? Let's let's go before we get into the nitty gritty. So what happens is the AI AI is a learning artificial intelligence learns stuff, right? And there's different ways that AI art works. There's yeah, I could. Do you have like the 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 different programs written down? No, I do not have the different uh, websites or Website. different programs. One is Mind Journey. That's the real popular one because it started a while ago. But others have sprung up since then. I I will try to find them and put them in the show notes and in the end notes or where you want. Is Ian wanted to know what you used? I used Mind Journey because oh, it was yeah. simply the easiest, and I didn't know that you had to pay for it supposedly. But because I've been making art, I didn't even look at the fine print. I hardly do, and <laughs> he <laughs> never start, does. Start comes out, yeah. And so I just started. I signed up. It just asked for your email. That's all it asked for, and uh, it sends something to your email, and then you join their Discord channel, and then uh, you hit, you hit the backslash imagine, punching nut letters or not letters, but net words that want you would help describe what you're going for or what you want the AI art to make. Full disclosure, I was, I did run a game at DungeonCon, which happened this, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, President's Day weekend, and I was looking for some art for my Blood Runner game, Blood Runner, Blade Runner, Blade Runner game that I was running at the con, and it comes and the, the adventure I I have, I wasn't running the actual box adventure, but I was using a lot of the pictures from it to gain inspiration and to give out to the players. But I also wanted something else, other things. So I was toying around with Mind Journey. I was making a some art or some things that I could hand out to the players. And what I put in was Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Uh, I wanted a club, so I put a club. And then I kept adding and subtracting words because it kept coming up with stuff, right? So I put Blade Runner different Blade Runner I forget RPG and then and so it was, it was the funny thing is the first thing that came up with four, four pictures of uh, Blade Runner and two of them looked like Harrison Ford which I thought was kind of funny and, and just in case you haven't seen Blade Runner <laughs> it stars which you can't get those hours back if you have it, Harrison Ford was in the original one I don't know if it was in the second one. Yes, he's in the second one. God only knows. I don't want to watch it. Oh, my God. It is a fantastic movie. If you've never seen it, go watch it. And the game is pretty good. So, But the movie is fantastic. Jolene just, I have no idea. Something went wrong in her sci-fi love <laughs> gene chromosome, whatever. But anyway, so I was toying with it, and it was weird. because, And I go, well, I don't want to, I want a picture of a Blade Runner. I want a picture of of a club and so i kept met and it kept giving me pictures and use mind journey gives you four pictures and then you could enhance each one and do all kinds of things i didn't really get into it that much but i thought i was just literally just dipping my toe looking at it and it looked pretty neat some of them looked pretty neat uh much better than i could draw and that's the whole point of why i went through this exercise because literally i have a problem drawing stick figures right my stick figures aren't very well proportioned and all that other stuff so my art skills are terrible right and so in this case if i wanted to make an art scene i guess i could go to pinterest right my brother suggested pinterest that you could look at all kinds of different art through there but then i i'm still 
in that case, I like borrowing it. And, you know, I don't know if I since I'm not selling it, I'm just using it for personal use, sort of, and I'm using it at a convention, blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't think I'm breaking any copyright rules if I use stuff like that. But still, that art is commissioned or made and and probably not shareable to, like, put in your RPG project to sell on Of course not, unless RPG you now. get a, Permission, right? Yes. Now, this this one, because AI generated, are, are you allowed to? Uh, does is it legal or whatever? I have no idea. It did is, you ask the AI for permission? No, I, I don't know. I did, but what is interesting is I've already seen projects on RPG that use AI art, so people are already doing it, and I think that's interesting. Uh, the reason it kind of intersects with a lot with RPGs for us is that. Like Chaosium came out and said that they will not use AI art in any future projects. Uh, they see the problem as is a copyright issue. Now, the way art is generated, there's like I said, there's different different uh, machines or different uh, ways of making AI art. The way it works. Now, once one described it as you want a table, you start with the forest. You in that forest is a, just a set of trees. You cut those trees down. You put them in a grinder. You mix it all up, and and then the AI art reconstructs from those little bits of wood a table or what the, it thinks a table looks like. So there was an idea, and I'm not sure there's not an an AI art that the machine that doesn't do this but i always thought they looked at different pictures in the world and then and then they kind of morphed them into another picture that they thought fits the description that you're looking for now this other idea is that it take just it shreds everything like let's say a dog and then thinks and it thinks however it thinks and then it makes the the picture that you say you want let's say you want a short pudgy dog so it's gonna tear go through anything that any picture that has the label of a dog. It's gonna grab grab it. It's gonna mix it all up, um, grind it down, and then it's gonna make an original piece of art that's never existed before. So that's how the one I was looking at is works. And so I I thought it was interesting. I thought the copyright issue kind of goes away with that because because. I think there was somebody mentioned, I forget where, but there's a there's always the problem of art as 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 a what is it? There is a there is the idea of of inspiration and imitation. And it's on a big balance beam, right? And artists always have to contend with that kind of ideals right are they really copying somebody are they inspired by somebody and are you making your own art are you imitating somebody else's art and i think uh that's that's i don't know that's the question that every artist has to ask themselves and even one of my friends who who is totally against uh, totally against ai art for personal reasons he says he has that problem because if everything he's ever seen influences what he creates isn't that what the ai art machine is doing it's looking at everything it's ever seen grinding everything down and then making its own idea of what uh that thing is what you described is that's the way ian described it right that it, even though it's looking at all of the pictures and learning 
that this is a dog. Mm-hmm. When it creates its dog, it's just like me drawing a dog. Yeah, the, and and that's kind of that's true or not, but well, I think that's that, the way. There's some machines that do that. There's some AI artists, that, and they, they each do it a little bit differently. So another artist, so that's my friend Mike, and he's totally against AI art. He doesn't think it's right. He doesn't think it's very. It doesn't have any soul on it, right? Well, uh, this other guy in the, this other event happened in, I guess it was last year. I think it was in the summer in Denver, the state fair in Denver had an art contest. And this guy put in three pieces of art, all were AR, AI art generated. And one of them won first place. And I think it's like $300. And well, what was what? I told you in that story. And he said, well, that might be wrong. <laughs> but, but. What happened was he used he did, used AI art machine. Oh, I forget which one it was. Doesn't matter. And then he supposedly spent eighty hours on that piece of art, enhancing it, changing it, coloring it, doing all kinds of things digitally to that picture and to that art. And then he put that in. So, how did where does that fall in the contribution of, of AI artists? and the artist enhancing that and changing it. We have another friend who does a lot of that. He does collages a lot. He does, he takes art from different things. He colorizes it, enhances it, changes it, does all kinds of things, and it looks pretty cool. Uh, he's the one who drew our our web art with us look, talking into the microphone, and uh, though he drew and colored that himself, he didn't use collages and stuff. So... I didn't get to talk to Jim, is his name, Jim Foster, and I didn't get to talk to him about his idea on the AI, AI art issue, but he probably think it'd be okay because he kind of does the same thing. He kind of collates stuff and colorizes it, changes it. Of course, he draws it and then adds stuff to it. He's a very talented artist anyway. Where would he fall? I don't have no idea, but I think he would kind of fall on the non-hating of the AI art machine. And then there was another That's friend. That's just your opinion. That was my you opinion. I have no idea. Right. I have no idea. I don't know how you would personally feel. And then I have another friend who who I knew in high school. Well, sort of knew. I knew who he was, and but my, fr- my brother knew him. Anyway, he, he said, well, I'm a professional artist. And I don't think so far AI art can produce what I can produce. And he said, my skills and my talent are always going to be wanted because i the people know who i am and and this is the kind of work that i do but if they keep getting better and better i don't know what lies in the future so he doesn't doesn't really care about the ai art okay now that sal has pontificated on this for a while (laughs) let's take it into how it would affect rpgs right so chaosium said no ai art basically they said it would hurt artists and i totally agree with that Yes, in some way it would have... Also, they said that sooner or later, a court is going to say that that is a copyrighted material that you're using and you're going to get your you're going to get into trouble. That make that might come from an idea that the first AI art would take pictures of around at seas and then kind of morph them into what okay. it wants. The AI is not taking pictures. The AI is looking at things yes that's what i meant that's what i meant because if the ai has a camera then we're all in big trouble so i i think that the copyright issue seems like a good legal issue to stand behind because really really we don't know right it's like kathy had kathy and i had a discussion about this because 
she was with me when I was talking to Ian, and she said, it's like when texting came out on phones, right? Before there wasn't a lot, I mean, people could text and stuff, but there wasn't a law about texting in your car. A law about texting. Yes. Yes. So she said when, when cops would stop people and they were texting, they couldn't give them a ticket because it was, there wasn't a law about it. There was a law about talking on your phone, but not texting. This is what she, oh, she so she said that they actually had to go in and explain it to the lawmakers that they needed to change the law, right. but they had to explain what texting was to them. <laughs> well, I mean, I think a cop could probably get away with distracted. And well, I don't know if that's even. A, I'm just uh, telling you yeah. that. But yeah, to be clear, like you know, there's people that well, it's not in the law, bro. But the cop will give you a ticket anyway. I'm just saying that that's what she said. And let the courts figure it out. Yeah, let the fight out in courts. Any other person might win. But you're right. I hadn't thought about that. You're right. There's always that, right? There's always, especially in technology, there's always that that backlog. We had this discussion when we talked about the OGL, when we talked about the perpetual. The word oh, perpetual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it always depends on when lawyers will, will tell you that, you know, all the words can be debated, right? And everybody can have an opinion right, on right. what that means. Yes. But what happens when they go to court is they debate it in front of a judge and then a judge decides what it means. Right. So, so there you go. But I was thinking about the law, though. There always seems to be a, what is it, a lag between... Techno- these, these, the new technology and new what technology. the law. Yeah. yeah, like texting, right? Yeah. Some people are like, what are you talking about? And apparently Ian says there are there are um, test cases going out about AI art and it will depend on what happens right. in those cases, whether copyright, blah, blah, blah. You're right. I think the main issue for Chaosium is they don't want to put artists out of work. And this means, well, and Chaosium is a big publisher, right? Right. But anybody who wants to publish an RPG, artwork is one of the things that people are drawn to, to buy your book or your PDF. Or... I see what you said, drawn there, drawn to. <laughs> <laughs> I was not making a joke. Don't yeah. Me. No, I agree. I mean, I, I was having this discussion with Mike and my brother Felipe, and we were talking about AI art, and I go, well, I hate to say it, but when I go into a bookstore... The art of the on the cover of the book, a lot of times, sells me on the book even before I even read what what it is. I go, man, that book looks cool. The art looks cool, so I, it makes me pick up the book. I mean, it's just the way it is. If I'm if if I can see the covers, I, I'm looking at covers. I look at it, goes, oh, that art looks neat. That was one of the things that I liked about Robert Jordan, even though I didn't I didn't make me pick up the book and read it. Uh, I thought the art was really cool. Other books that I've in the past have I looked at the art and and I made, and it made me pick up the book. Now there's always the reading of the back cover to see what it's about and all that stuff that helps me decide. But uh, I would say ninety percent of what makes me grab a book if I can see the cover is the covers. And so I understand art being very important in an RPG because they have a cover, right? Unless you just want the words RPG game on the front in some stylized way, art help sells books and and this is and in rpgs i think it's true right? that's what they say the jip book jacket is the pick me up and buy me yeah it is and in rpgs i think it matters and the art in the in the in the book also matters right because i've i've bought some rpgs like the real inexpensive ones 
and I know they don't have a big budget for for art. So a lot of times, some of them use stock art, you know, which is you know, some of it's not very nice looking. Some of them use uh, like a their their own drawing. I I I I saw I found I found I bought a book, like a post apocalyptic fifth edition, whatever somebody had made, and they used their kid kids art to draw and the kid was pretty good but it wasn't like great i mean it was pretty good for a kid but i don't know i'm not sure i would want to put that in my in my rpg book it just looked a little too unprofessional too childish but i understand for hiring somebody to do art i don't know and i don't know how much art costs either it could be it could be really cheap i've never looked into it but i think from what i hear from what people who make who make rpgs and want art it can be pretty expensive especially if you're just this one-man operation and your and your budget for making this is in the hundreds of dollars and not in the thousands of dollars so I think AI art really helps those people who are like self-publishing and stuff like that. That's what the the article that I read from Polygon said. The title was, Can AI Art Democratize Tabletop Game Publishing? And I think it can. I mean, because like the little time that I spent making that piece of art for my game, which I, I ended up not using, by the way, it was really nice it looked really cool much better than i could make and though i could probably ask my friend to do it and make an art it one i'm I'm imposing on him two how much do i pay him would i pay him this is for a piece of art that i'm no i don't plan on making any money off of because i'm just running it at a con am i really going to spend a hundred bucks on a piece of art one piece of art and hopefully the the artist can make it on time before my my game and all this other stuff. Most people wouldn't. That's not what they would do. What they would, would do? think it would be for publishing. Yeah, exactly. Not for. Yeah, so for personal use, what would you do? Like for that, for making art for something that you're going to run in a game. What game masters have done for all time: either use figures or take pictures off the internet. <laughs> Hello. For all time. The internet hasn't been <laughs> since the internet's been around. <laughs> well, you're right. I think people do that, and I think. But, but it's not when you go to a game and you have you see these these photos in of actors in frames. Oh yeah, and they are with, they're with the character that. sheet. It's not like you're not getting paid to do it, right? You're just it's just the atmosphere of <laughs> of the game, right? It I've done that. Cool. Yeah. I pull, I, especially for portraits, like I like usually have, have portrait. I got this from other, uh, there's not an original idea of mine, but I saw other people doing it. I go, oh, that's pretty cool. So I bought these plastic frames and, er, and er, every character has their own picture, especially like in Star Trek. I got these costume players, you know, with cosplayers. Their cosplayers in their Star Trek uniforms. And some people actually do like, uh, what do you call that? That they, they put somebody's face, an actor's face in a uniform, mm-hmm. right? Like this one, I think the girl from Firefly. I forget she plays uh anyway. Yeah, anyway. Somebody had put her in a Star Trek uniform. I go, "Oh." And I think they made her a, a, a Vulcan cuz she had pointy ears. So I used that picture. I go, "Oh, that looks pretty interesting." So I used that as a portrait for a character. And then when I ran my my Tales in the Loop game, I was looking for 1980s kids stars. Right? So I went I trolled the internet, or not troll, but I searched the internet looking for different pictures, and I got like maybe 50 pictures from Leaf Garrett to 
Gary Coleman from Different Strokes, all these kid actors from the 80s. Then what I did is when when the game started, I just had a pile of pictures. I go, well, pick who you are or what you look like. And so people were looking at the... Well, the funny thing is, I think I told you last time, Jolene, is that I was running Tales from the Loop in the game that I mm-hmm. do this, and none of the kids knew anybody on the table. That's the dads knew. The dads right, did. Right. <laughs> because they were all like 20 years old, and all these kids were like, they weren't even born when these in the 80s. In the yeah. 80s. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And the dads were like chuckling because they're like... <laughs> Because <laughs> they knew who they were. Well, some of these actors actually are still acting, right? Right. Like uh, McDreamy, uh, the Dr. McDreamy. I don't forget his name is. But he was in, uh, what was that name? Uh, Money Can't Buy Me Love or something like that, where he plays a dorky uh, gardening kid. I had his picture in there, and they're like, man, that guy looks familiar. And then, but that, but all of that for, for a game, you're not getting money for it, right? Correct. So it's different if you're going to go and publish a publish a. A scenario for drive through RPG right. or try to put out a, um, a book. A book. You, if you're going to do like a Kickstarter or something, you're going to need to get an artist to do the work, right? Because right. you want it to look cool. Right. I don't know what Kickstarter's stance is on that either because I know... Well, sooner uh, or later, they'll have to come up with a stance depending on the way the courts rule, right? Like even drive through RPG says that... You, you told me they say that you have to tell them if your art is AI-generated. I don't know if they if that's part of Drive Through RPG's uh, stance, but every not every, but I've noticed that a lot of the self publishers that look like the art is, is AR art, AI art, and enhanced by the by the publisher by the creator. Now I think Kickstarters usually people that's one of the reasons they go to Kickstarter is to help pay for the art, right? A lot of times they'll commission an artist to do like one piece or a few pieces. Because they have a little bit of money, and they're like, "This is the artist that we want to use. Help us b- make this book, and we can pay this author to do more art for our book." And I've seen that, and you know, some some of, some of these projects run quite a bit of money, you know, or not run quite a make quite a bit of money enough to pay the art and other things that they need to do to finish their project. And I think art is like a big deal. I mean, obviously, they want a book that may, looks nice. Otherwise, they're probably just self publish and hopefully you know, make enough money to buy a cup of coffee <laughs> but a lot of it has to do with you know how how you want to use it and i think i think if you're self-publishing i could see the attraction of using ai art because ai art could look pretty nice it doesn't take a long time and it costs you zero money right so far so far so far yeah i think well, as my brother told me, and so did Mike, that my journey, I have to pay for thirty nine nine or something, some amount a month, which maybe I just started using it like maybe a month ago. If there's something on my credit card here. I'm not, I'm not going to pay for it. No, I'm not going to pay for it. I thought it was pretty cool because I go, man, this is free. I was like making all kinds of pictures. I wasn't printing very many. I was just making them. And then and other people are doing it too because like I was in the newbie page or something like that. And people, and you can see what other people are making too. So I thought that was interesting. So the pro, which is cost. Cost. In yeah. my column. That's the only one I got. <laughs> um. Well, there's cost. And then you can actually help. I know, I know that you can do this with a real artist. Is like you can kind of tell them what you what you're looking for, what's your what's the look and the genre and all that that you're going for. I've never worked with an artist, so I don't know how it works or how close they can get to your vision. 
of what you wanted the art to Honestly, like. they, they provide you with a bunch of different images that they either drew up or... Yes. And then they go, is this what you're looking for? Right, right. This is why you have to pay them a lot of money because they got to figure out what you're looking for. Yes, there's that. And so AI art is very much the same, but it's instant. I mean, that's the, that's the real amazing thing about it. I put in that Blade Runner thing, and I didn't like the way it looked, so I changed the word. I added the word neon, and boom, all of a sudden, the next piece of art has a bunch of neon in it. It is fast. Seconds it takes. It's kind of hard to beat that. And it looks nice. I mean, and that's another thing. I think my journey, they say, has problems with, with hands because it doesn't know how many fingers the hands are. I didn't, I didn't, I never, I never like specifically said, you know, give me hands of the Blade Runner. No. I, I would know. like a hand. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know what I think in a certain sense. Is it okay to use AI art in a, in a self-published thing? I could see, I could see myself saying, I understand where that person is coming from. They don't have a lot of money for the art, uh, for the uh, to pay for an artist, and this is free. And it's either I publish it with no art, which is deadly, with really crappy art, which is also not very good, or I pay somebody, and hopefully be able to make that money back when I, from the sales of my PDF or my book or whatever, or I use AI art and. It's pretty good, and at least in their eyes, and all the money that they generate from that book sale goes to the artist. An adventure that you recently ran, yeah. Did you? It didn't have any art in it. It just had the 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 words, right? Yeah. Was there a picture on I think, it? I think there's a couple pictures in here. Let me look at it real quick. I mean, I they had it has a cover, obviously, but yeah. See, there's every once in a while there's a piece of art. And it's kind of like watercolorish, yeah. It looks pretty cool. It's good for the the style that it is. I think that I could understand a small time publisher now. A big publisher like Chaosium, they're well established. Even though I'm not saying that they're a huge company, a huge publishing company, but they're you know they're well known. They probably have artists that they use usually you know on a in, in their products quite a bit. So they know the artist. They have a good working relationship with artists. Other companies, the same thing. But I can understand a self-publisher going, oh, I'd really like to have a nice cover and maybe some nice piece of art inside the book that really help sell the book. And I can understand them using it. Okay, well, I'm not going to call them cons, but just uh, things to think about. <laughs> Is the AR art good enough to pub, to use for publishing a book to sell? So you'd have to think about that. Does it look as good as somebody else's drawing? Could it saturate the market? and make it harder for artists to get jobs to for RPG publishing. I think somebody, I've heard other people talking about this, and just artist-wise, and, uh, so and I think what, this is what's going to impact. It's going to impact the cottage artist industry. Yes. That's, that's who it's going to impact. Right now, because of the popularity of D&D, a lot of people want a picture of their, of their character. They'll commission art from people who sketch art, who make art, and they charge between, I don't know, $10 and $100. And people are willing to pay that price to have their character made. And I've seen it. I've seen people, oh, look, I, I, on D&D forums and stuff, this guy made this art or this person made this art. It looks cool. It's just, just what my character looks like. A lot of those people are probably going to be finding themselves hard to make money because a lot of, a lot of people will make their own art. Can spend 20 hours like Ian did to, to make create. his logo. Yeah. No, no, his character. Oh, his character, right, right. I think that is 
going to be the people that it affects. Like my friend who, who's an established artist who works in Hollywood, he he's not worried. He's like, yeah, I, I don't do that kind of work. So it's not going to affect me. I think that is a big deal. So there was another person I was listening to. He was running, uh, he runs three conven- conventions or he works with three conventions in the eastern part of the country. And he goes, do I have an artist row? What do I do with that? Are people going to be interested in that? Because now, he goes, I know friends of mine who have asking people to make art for them. Now they don't ask. They just make it on AI artists to do it. There's always going to be a copyright issue. Yeah, it's a tough one. And I don't know what to say about that other than the court just decide. <laughs> you should be careful with it with that one. I wouldn't put. I wouldn't use AI art as something I published unless I knew the copyright stuff. I think the problem would be like if you say I want a, a picture of my Martian, Martian uh, space fi- hunter fighter in the style of somebody like the uh, what's his name the guy with the chopped off his ear. Van Gogh? Van Gogh. And so, you know what I mean? So you can get some... I wouldn't do that if I were you. (laughs) But it could be possible. I've never tried it. So my next one would be ethical arguments. I don't know what to say about that. I'm not sure that you should be using AIs to do stuff, but... I think another person said that... Should you pay the AI? I mean, ethically, is it... You could pay the company. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. I guess you'll pay somebody. My journey is charging money to use their. Um, and then another one is: Will it look dated in in two years, like the 1990s CGI? That's not me. I wrote that down from somebody's article because right. I thought it was an interesting question. That is interesting. Yeah, you look at CGI from the 90s, let's say Babylon Five, and it does look a little hokey. And then no, it doesn't. Yes, Just it does. stop. <laughs> I'm and then, criticizing <clears throat> Babylon 5. I think it's a great show. And then, well, other large companies like, say, Hasbro or somebody like that try to replace paying artists with making an AI do Okay, their art. now, a soulless company, the large corporation that all it cares about is profits, could care less about people. I hate to say that. Uh, but uh, usually, it's profits above everything else. They do a lot of art, like, on everything from their game boxes to other stuff and wizards of the coast they churn through all kinds of art for all their cards so i could definitely say this is an art inspired deck ai inspired there you go so these are just some ideas and questions on this topic so everybody can make their own opinions and figure out what they're gonna do but i thought it was interesting i think ai art is here to stay no matter what So there you go. This is Gaming Perspectives with Saul and Jolene. And you have a great day.